What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of What the Deuce, brought to you by Cracked Rackets. I'm your host, Christian Harris, joined here tonight again with Trey McCombs. What's up, man? Not much, man. What's going on with you? Same old same. Just excited to uh, go into some of these things with you tonight. And also, uh, you know, I got some, uh, got a hot, nice, juicy reply from Brad Gilbert himself earlier this week. So Yeah, you did. Before we get into <laughs> any of that, in the spirit of the NFL combine going on, how fast do you think you could have run your 40? How fast do you think I could run my 40? I think I could but run yeah, about... Obviously not now. Not now, but like when you were actually training. Okay, because I think I would run like 10 yards now, pull my hamstring, and then fall down. <laughs> um I think in my, uh, I want to say it's like faster than I think, but I'm probably like a, I'd be pumped if I broke five, but I'd probably be like five. Damn. What do you think? I think that in my, in my prime, I could have run like a, a low four, seven high four, six. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but sure. I mean, I was like, I was, I was fast in a straight line. I think if it was like 20 yards. I'd be pretty quick. Yeah. But... You probably beat me there, but I think I got you on the last 20. Yeah, anything over twenty, it's it's a uh, it's a lot of wheezing, and then it's just yeah, that's too much. That's too far. Well, at least the forty is pretty accurate for what you do in tennis. So I feel like that was really <laughs> why I did so well. That's true. Yeah, that's good. Good reason to pick the sport of tennis. <laughs> you have a good forty time. Yeah, straight line, straight line speed. But here's the here's the real question: How many reps at two twenty five could you get up? Oh, uh, I could have probably gotten three. Okay. That's good. That's three more than but, I could have gotten now. <laughs> but but I also decided between sophomore and junior year to try and do powerlifting. So yeah, I, I weighed like 150 pounds, <laughs> and I still weigh 150 pounds. So no. you know, I will say Marquise Brown, who's going to be a top, I think he's going to be a top 20 pick in the draft this year. Weighed in at the combine at like five nine, five ten, 166 pounds. So oh, damn. yeah, I mean, I could have. I mean, clearly, I mean, he's going to, he would have run like a four in the <laughs> high four twos, but I mean, Hunter Renfro got seven reps up. He weighs like 109 pounds, man. If there's anyone in this draft that looks unimpressive, it's him. I, I, it's yeah. so crazy seeing the pictures of him next to DK Metcalf. Cause it's like <laughs> frat bro. And then actual superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Metcalf could save the world. If need, if, <laughs> if Thanos comes to the, if Thanos comes to earth, we're sending him. <laughs> All right. Uh, this episode, we got way off track there. This episode, we're going to, uh, we had a nice interview with Trent Bride. It had to be a short one. It's midterms week at Georgia, and he's a better student athlete than we were. So props to him for actually caring about his academic career. Uh, we'll, we'll go into some baseline news later on. Uh, we had some voicemails. We'll listen to some of those, and then we'll get into some story time as well. But yeah, back to Brad Gilbert. How you doing, everybody? I'm Brad Gilbert. And I still haven't figured out this game of tennis, and I've been involved in it for 50 years. It goes on. I was pumped I got a reply from that guy. Yeah, man, that was pretty That was pretty interesting. And I, I thought you asked a pretty reasonable question. Yeah, that it was just... Singular question being, what? Lowercase but, what and question marks. His tweet made no sense. I mean, I, I, I guess I can understand... Like, I see what he's say, trying to say in context. Can you read the tweet? Do you have the tweet up? Let me find the tweet real quick. But All right. It, it, didn't, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, if you're not watching and, like, you don't know how to read what he's trying to say, like, if you're going to have a bunch of spelling mistakes and a bunch of errors, you can't be upset when people go, what? He wrote, what a quick yeah. start from RF 2.0. Pretty sure it's the same, Roger. Dump. And all right, what a quick start from RF 2.0 versus easy pass, break right the gate. 
sunglass emoji, flex emoji, thumbs up emoji, tennis ball emoji, fist bump emoji. So an a good tweet would have been quick, easy break for RF against and I mean easy pass, like okay, like that's sis is sis is But like man. But if you broke the guy, he didn't just pass you or anything. Yeah. And like I get that he's trying to make the nickname stick. And maybe that is what they call him. I just choose to watch without commentary nowadays. But like, come on, man. Like you gotta you can't have spelling mistakes and grammatical errors and then like get upset when people call you out on it, especially if you've got like four million followers or whatever. I don't even think you it's know that what I just fun. realized too. What? This is hilarious. He so when I asked what question mark he responded back pretty obvious with like the eyes looking up emoji he's deleted that really yeah he deleted that tweet oh you got under his skin homie (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's funny i still resent him for writing that book that my parents made me read i didn't really comprehend much of it i was just doing it because my dad was being a crazy tennis parent oh your dad made you read it yeah, I think my mom read it and it helped her game. And then they were like, yo, you got to read this. It'll help you. And I was like, your mom's game, so you- <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't understand it, but that's fine. I understand they were trying to do it from a good place, but Jeez. it's funny. I can't believe that Andy Roddick and him used to be like a pair. You know, and that's the thing. That's why I struggled with it, because Brad Gilbert did great things for Andy Roddick. I just he got him to stop imagine, frosting though, his like- tips. Can you? <laughs> he, he got him out of the visor. No, the visor's a great look. Oh man, the that's visor my hot take awful. of the day. The oh, you shut a, the f- up. No, 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 no. The visor was that was f- awesome. No, nah, man, that looked awful. Uh, I refuse to strong, agree with you. Strong disagree here. You yeah, didn't I mean, like the visor at all? No, man. I think I think the visor in any case is a bad call. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you can't to- say anything. You're from an island. You have done an island. That doesn't count. I'm from like normal places. No, the, the visor doesn't look good. The Reebok visor was a bad look. I just, I mean, man, it's just hard to say anything about it because he had the frosted tips to go with it. That's true. So it's that like he's showing case. off the frosted tips, which I get we're in style in like 2000 to 2002. Yeah, he, he like had the visor, the frosted tips, and like some puka shells around his neck. But I don't think anyone is looking back on that now going, wow, I'm really glad that I went with that look. No one. No one. You don't see Justin Timberlake going, damn, I need to get the mini perm with the frosted tips. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. I don't know. Who was he dating at the time? Was it Britney? Oh, who? Was... Andy Roddick or Justin Timberlake? No, no, no. Andy Roddick. Oh, man. I don't know. He was young as hell, wasn't he? He wasn't he was, that yeah, famous. He was dating someone famous. And then, God, I forgot who it was. It was, um, I don't know. But he ended Doesn't up with matter. someone not bad. He's Yeah, only a swimsuit edition or swimsuit issue cover model. I think she saw him in the visor and was like, <laughs> nah, no. Nah, I think she saw him once. <laughs> Once he took the visor off and was slinging that big energy around with the 150 <laughs> serve, yeah, that's maybe, where we maybe, got him. Maybe the millions Forgot of dollars her. had something to do with it, but uh, she's Richard and he is. Nah, that's true. So is the visor. We can, can we can, uh, <laughs> we can. No. We'll, we'll agree that it was the visor then. <laughs> Moving on to baseline news, we've done a lot of pandering so far this episode. Wow, uh, that's fine. We're uh, we're getting good at this apparently. So, <laughs> that are really bad. Either one, <laughs> things are gonna get worse from here. All right, um, baseline news. We have our favorite newest tall man, 
big fella, Riley Opelka. Young fella. Young fella. Soon to be medium-aged fella. He got a wild card into Indian Wells. So you know someone's out there just like, fuck. Not, not surprising. Not That's surprising really, in I the mean, slightest. Can you imagine? Like, yeah, imagine that first off to get to Indian Wells. And then this guy who's six foot eleven gets a wild card and is going to hit fifty nine aces against you in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to be in Indian Wells, but you know, I'm not having to make a making money off of it. So that would, I mean, truthfully, what a draw that's going to be. Yeah, oh. I mean, you could be playing great and not hit a have a rally over three balls and lose in three tiebreakers. Yeah, that's a heartbreaker. A we'll guy. follow up on it. Yeah, uh, that'll be one. We'll, I'm we'll sure we'll tuned. follow him. Anyone watching, you know, needing to watch matches, please just watch. Just watch tune into him. But leave us a voicemail about what your thoughts are on it. Yeah, do that because uh, I'm probably not going to watch him. To be completely honest, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> it's like the Isner Mahout man. It got it just got boring. What if that happened? What if Riley Opelka and Isner play again oh, at Wimbledon? No, 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 at Indian Wells because oh, they just no, they just played I'm, like I'm a, true... a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, but I'm I'm only believing that they can only meet up at Wimbledon now, where they're both on grass, and neither one of them can ever return us. There, there will be a grand total of like forty ground strokes hit, and it'll be a five, <laughs> five set, set match. match. <laughs> I just, uh, that's all right. That's all right. That's what we're here for. There's deserves a big oof. Almost as much as uh, somebody calling Marty Fish or saying Marty Fish looks like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, what was with, I saw that too. What's with that? They look nothing alike. I don't know, man. He even I I just don't see any aspect. So for for the people wondering, there was a tweet by a guy named John Morris who said that he said good on Marty Fish turning up at the Oscars to sing with Lady Gaga which is when Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga each other while singing a song from the star is born <laughs> with both of their significant others. And it's kind of mad at the network for not putting like viewer discretion advised or like take a kid out of the room. Cause that got pretty sexual pretty fast. Yeah. But man, I just think that's a, that is a large stretch. I don't know how you get Marty fish and Bradley Cooper. And I would absolutely suggest everyone look up, pictures of marty fish and then see if you can somehow convince yourself he looks like bradley cooper without looking at bradley cooper first and then go back and look at bradley cooper and see how wrong you were so bradley cooper i I remember reading about him not too long ago that he like doesn't drink or anything which is shocking to me yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't if i was him no there's no reason you're gonna gain you know that's true but anyway marty fish looks like a version of bradley cooper that drinks a lot (laughs) like heavily like hates his life comes home and is like hey honey how'd you do oh f- you like i hate my shut life this, this, shut the f- up like he he looks like shit man yeah and i mean that's not even saying anything bad about marty fish because no. like okay marty yeah. fish looks good he's he's a professional athlete but if if bradley cooper's gonna end up looking like marty fish he's got to be stopping by to buy a fifth of vodka off the bottom shelf yeah, every day really, on his way home has a thumb out on the side of the road like once a week because he can't afford vehicles yeah that's I, mean, the I only feel bad too for get... i feel bad too for marty fish because he went through all the anxiety stuff and like he had, oh yeah he had terrible things going on so but i mean that doesn't change the fact that he doesn't you look can't like can't compare bradley him to cooper. bradley I mean, cooper bradley cooper's a gorgeous man yeah he was like sent down from the greek gods and plopped on a piano bench and then i f- 
the shit of Lady Gaga. He was, I mean, Bradley Cooper was modeled after my own personal physical build. <laughs> I mean, up. it's just like an exact oh, replica. Shut up. So, <laughs> I mean, it like, well, I mean, it's just not even fair to Marty Fish. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know. What, I'm, I'm speechless at this point. No, nah, it's um, fine. Nobody knows what I look like. So. But speaking of celebrity lookalikes, have you seen this guy, Karen Kachanov? Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, it sounds He's good He's an up-and-coming like, star. He looks a lot like Chris Hemsworth, though. Liam, bro. Liam. Liam. Whatever. There, is he, he's not Thor, is he? Liam is not no, Thor. No, Liam was, uh, I want to say he was Superman. Liam was but Superman? But I could be wrong. No, no, no. That, that can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right. That's a, that's a bad take on my part. Um, but yeah. he looks a lot like He's married to Miley Cyrus. That's what it is. Okay. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. What the hell? Like he's good at tennis and looks like Miley Cyrus's husband. Yeah. And I mean, Liam Hensworth is a, is a stud. He was in the hunger games. He was in Arkansas. Um, damn, man. Trey's he on wasn't his, Trey's on his Wikipedia game right and now. I'm on IMDb homie. <laughs> damn. I could have sworn that he was a superhero, but I just keep getting him and Chris mixed up. Might as well be a superhero. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's he got the look for one. He's like a real-life superhero. Yeah. Speaking of celebrity lookalikes, if you have any fun celebrity tennis lookalikes, please send them our way. I've got one for you you're going to like a lot. All right, our boy David Ferrer. Okay. He is, he is Lord Farquaad from Shrek. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know my favorite part about Lord Farquaad? What's that? Is What's if that? you mispronounce it slightly, he's Lord Farquaad. <laughs> Was that a, one of these subliminal things that uh, DreamWorks I think was trying was. to send to us? <laughs> I absolutely think. Well, you know Mike Myers was part of that. so. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was. He was Shrek, wasn't he? Yeah. They so had a phenomenal you know cast. Got... They had, uh, was it Eddie Murphy was Donkey? Yeah. Anytime Gosh. you got Eddie Murphy in it, you're going to have some funny shit. And then you had a Smash, Lord... Smash Mouth playlist or like a soundtrack. Yeah, man. They, I heard one of their songs recently. They still make music? No, and... no, 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 no. It was All Star. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I just have like that one song. <laughs> well, they got that. They got I'm a Believer. They have the whole Shrek soundtrack, essentially. But, man, they got some <laughs> bangers from when I was like five. Really? And Yeah, man. Like, if you go listen to like the one Smash Mouth album, you're going to hear all the songs and be like, damn, they were pretty good. Wow. I'm going to have to turn into a meme. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I They were truthfully way better than we gave them credit for. And I think the lead singer had a son with cancer or something. And they, he ended oh, up geez. doing like all this really great stuff for cancer research, but good guys as smash mouth people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walking on the sun. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot mean, about a, that. Song. Yeah. That is a banger. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man, they're, they're yeah, solid. They're, they're very good. Then that's three. I think three hits or more pretty good, pretty good band. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's just the, you know, who's another issue. celebrity lookalike. That'll be, that's a fun one. You remember Nikolai Davidenko? Yeah, of course. He, I know he Davidenko. looks like Dobby from uh, Harry Potter, <laughs> <laughs> but like an uglier version of Dobby. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh man, that's funny. I love that. Well, and then you got the Rafa Nadal looks like a capybara. So <laughs> it's true. The uh, friendliest rodent in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually is a good segue into <laughs> Nick Curios, man. Wow, we're getting good at this. We oh, should man. start a podcast. Play, play the voicemail if the vo- if you don't mind. Go, we'll, we'll skip into that. So we had a really, really interesting voicemail 
about the state of Australian tennis, and I'd like to comment on it. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, guys. Calling in today. Want to know your thoughts and hear somebody at least talk about it. Uh, men's tennis in Australia, you know, what is going on? Because it's kind of a cluster, both on court and off court. I want to know your guys' thoughts. You know, you got the action with Bernie and Leighton that came out a lot at uh, the Australian Open. Um, then you have people who are on the rise, like Damon Hour who, you know, seem to be straight laced. You got the story with Takanakis. You got all this talent. You know, you got to wonder what's going to happen to them, you know, come Davis Cup time. I just want to know your guys' thoughts, both off-court and on-court. What the hell is going on, and what is it going to look like for the next couple of years? Thanks. So, pretty interesting. Do you have any comments on the state of Australian tennis at this time? Well, the state of Australia, I mean, Australia is like the Florida of the world. So... It's going to be a shit regardless. I mean, you see it, you see all the time that there's breaking news articles in Florida. <laughs> Guy Florida sell, man. sells his left foot for a gram of cocaine. You know, Australia is like that, but on a continent level. So, Well, I mean, the whole entire continent was based off of criminals from England. Yeah, so. that's where the whole mate came from. Which is a great, great, you know, Australia has done really great things. Despite the fact that there are the, I, I love the conspiracy theories that say Australia isn't real. But wait, there are conspiracy theories that say Australia isn't oh, real. Oh yeah, and New Zealand. It's so funny. Look it up. <laughs> There's some of my favorites. Kyrie, are these Kyrie Irving thoughts or what? No, man, he's from Australia. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie was born in Australia, I think. Was he actually? I think so. His dad played in Australia. What? <laughs> yeah, man. Get your get your <laughs> trivia game up. Jeez. Um, yeah, he was fact. born in Mel- Melbourne, Australia in 92. You were really quick on this Wikipedia. Pro. I knew this <laughs> shit, though. That's the thing. But, but. Wait, 92. Curious. Yeah, he's only like two years older than us. Or me, at least. Wow. Pretty depressing. Yeah, that's really sad. But, of course, we got an interviewer with an 18-year-old or 19-year-old who was number eight in the world when he was younger. So, Clearly, we haven't We're succeeded. sad individuals, you know that? But either way, Nick Kyrgios and Bernard Tomic are two of the most talented players I think I've seen in my lifetime, and both of them are absolute idiots, and I can't stand either one of them. So Kyrgios, man, Nadal had some awful things to say about him. Nick Kyrgios is Which so... Which is saying something, too, because Nadal's, yeah. like, the nicest human being on this oh, planet. Especially in, like, in losses. He's one of the classiest people. Yeah, but, yeah, they played well. Yeah, Nick Kyrgios... I found this article on GolfDigest.com. Nick Kyrgios could become the most hated athlete in the world. This is a golfer writing this. So the fact that it's even worth mentioning is just unbelievable. Here's the comments after... Uh, Kyrgios beat Nadal in a third set tiebreaker. He is a player who has enormous talent. He could win grand slams and fight the top positions of the ranking, but there is a reason why he is where he is. He lacks respect for the public, the rival, and towards himself. Jeez. I mean, Rafa might as well be like throwing punches at this guy, man. That's That's like the meanest thing that Nadal has ever said in his life. Well, and even then, like, Kyrgios beat Nadal in Acapulco. 
and then beat Zverev in the finals to win it. And nothing he's <laughs> done has ever like he's complained about the time like the time Nadal takes in between points to the ref. Like I get it, Rafa takes forever to play. They have a shot clock like, now though. Yeah. And I mean it's like that's just what Rafa's gonna do. Like Right. At this there are point, wedgies to be picked and there's that. hair to be fixed. Yeah. If you can't respect that, then like one of the greatest of all time right now, the second greatest player of all time, like <laughs> out of here. But then <laughs> he's just blatantly rude to the people that come and pay him money in the Zverev match. He was up a break. He, um, he was shouting at the fans. Where are the Rafa fans at? Where are you? Let's get a fight to Indian what Wells. Like, man, get the what, out of here. What like he's, he's also, do you remember a few years ago when he told, uh, Warink in the middle of a match that all these players were <laughs> his wife. Was that him or is that Kokonakis? No, that was, that was curious. Kokonakis is a sweetheart. Are you sure about that? Yeah. I looked it up. <laughs> oh, you're right. No, no, no. Yeah, he, he read that about he said that about Walrinka in the middle of the match. Yeah. Who's another guy who's like, I, I wouldn't f with Walrinka, man. I think man, he's they like had to get they ended up like almost getting into a fist fight in the locker room. And then you get Bernard Tomic coming out saying that no one respects Leighton Hewitt and that right. you know that's he's done way it, more for that continent than yeah. anyone you know, anyone in Australia well, since like Pat Rafter. Yeah, and I mean he was a Davis Cup captain. He was playing doubles for the Australian team still. And Tomic came out pretty recently saying like, oh, I thought he was retired. What's he doing playing doubles? I thought he'd retired. He's not even worth anything. Like, this guy's trying to help to you. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, man, Tomic, I remember him and Leighton Hewitt having a really good relationship when Tomic was young. Yeah. And like, cause I mean, I'm sure that he was an idol. Nobody grew up. I'm, and I mean, this is saying a lot, but I'm speaking a lot for a continent, but I find it hard to imagine any tennis players in Australia looked at Leighton Hewitt and were like, man, that guy, I hate everything that he stands <laughs> for. And that's kind of how he's come across. So it's like something either must have happened and I'm, you know, I'm giving Leighton Hewitt the benefit of the doubt because I really liked him, but yeah, like, he's awesome. And that like generation of tennis was really really cool because you had Roger coming onto the scene, and if Roger hadn't come on the scene, like Leighton probably would have won some more slams. Roddick for yeah. sure would have won a few more slams, and he was a great you know asset to the game at that time. Agassi was on his way out. Sampras had just retired. Like it was a really really good time for tennis. Yeah, and Leighton was a big part of that. And yeah, so, I mean, come on, man! Like the come on, that was. So Leighton Hewitt. Yeah, I can't little, even do like, the accent. His little like, <laughs> his little yeah, like his, uh, the hand gesture. Back yeah, right the at his face. pointing right back at his face. That was awesome. But, I mean, that's like that's like slapping Steve Irwin in the face. That's like what Peter yes. Peter tried to do yeah, against Peter Steve slapped Irwin. Steve Irwin in the face. Like Curio slapped Leighton Hewitt in the face. Yeah, and I just man, they're all it's interesting, and I like that voicemail too because it brings it up because I do love on countries that aren't our own when it comes to tennis <laughs> lately, but yeah, let's, yeah, let's, I mean, let's avert that question. Yeah. From American men's tennis, <laughs> the turmoil yeah. that it's been in for the past like 10 years. But yeah. And I mean, you get two of the most talented tennis players to play on the tour 
And I don't think anyone argue, would argue that Tomic and Kyrgios are immensely talented. Tomic or uh, Kyrgios can, I mean, he just, he'll, he'll hit shots in between his legs and win the point just because he's being a dick. Yeah. And that's the thing. You're like, man, he's just talented. Why, as shit. Like, yeah. Why, why aren't you getting past the quarters of grand slams? Why haven't you gotten past the fourth round of a major since 2015? Like have some sort of accountability and work ethic and respect for yourself to like use your talent. And I'm sure he's making plenty of money, but like, man, it's annoying. It's and I think that's annoying. the biggest thing. It's annoying. Yeah. No, you've solved it. They do have uh they do have, you know, they got some good guys coming up though. I do like the, uh, Kokonakis. The dude yeah. slaps. John Millman's <laughs> good. Um, isn't Duckworth from there? Yeah. Is it Jamie I Duckworth? Like Duckworth. Yeah. They've, yeah. Got, they've got a lot of really, really good, um, you know, up and coming talent. And it, it's crazy that, yeah. And Leighton Hewitt, I think, is a big reason why, which is even more of a slap in the yeah. face. So, yeah. I think we're and, in agreement. Uh, they got Sam Groff, who is from there, who yeah. has the fastest serve ever recorded, like 160 something miles an hour. Just a hoss. Like, you know, so. They've got a good culture going there, but it just seems that attitudes and work ethics have which kind is of strange too, because they're like the nicest it. people on the planet. Yeah, I mean, I've the teammates I had from Australia were truly great. So yeah, I didn't have any, but I'm assuming they're all nice. And yeah, you see them, and they're all just you know the Outback Steakhouse guy. I would go to dinner with him. Ben, one of my favorite shows on uh, on YouTube, the Big Les Show, is one of the funniest things I've ever watched. And it's all <laughs> done in Microsoft Paint, and like, man, it's true. Yeah, go check that out if you haven't, because that <laughs> that's really really funny. On that note, <laughs> next voicemail. Do you know anybody or anybody out there just has super unconventional strokes, or just like maybe the weirdest strokes, weird forehand? weird sir or something like that that just uh, you typically don't see but they're doing good with uh, just kind of curious about that alright love what you guys are doing talk to you later what a nice guy yeah man I like that one I appreciate <laughs> it um, so damn unconventional strokes um, I don't know of any pros coming up I mean when I think of it like Ernest Golbus obviously <laughs> had the <laughs> up forehand who I mean, he went from having a beautiful forehand to the weirdest looking thing I've ever seen. Um, Francis TFO, Tiafo, however, he's got a bit unconventional strokes, but he just makes up for that by being an athlete. But I think a question I could answer were what were the weirdest strokes you ever played against in juniors or college? Against. You got any? I saw a guy at a challenger. I wasn't playing, of course, but I saw a guy. He had two hands, like he had a two-handed tennis racket. So there were like two two grip handles coming out the side of it. You know the guy I'm talking about? Was he kind of old? Yeah, he was older, and he served like yeah, like a, I think he was like a former volleyball player or something. So, oh, I know that guy. That guy was a beast. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different guy, but yeah, I remember he seeing that guy. He had a brother, guy. and they played doubles, and they was just yeah. like wrecks. They they were good at doubles. But the he dude jumped like three feet. Or yeah, no, he, he was like, like four feet on his serve <laughs> and only serve and volleyed. Yeah, he was just like a long yeah. jumper basically and jumped. He was like a volleyball serve. And he took yeah. one giant step and was at the service line hitting bombs. Yeah. No, that, that guy was 
I remember that too. I actually had a. We gotta coach. find that guy's name and like if he's still playing or not. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me it. if he was still playing. Well, maybe, maybe. I mean, I always think of like high level players playing, and then I'm like, no, there's no way that would work. But um, <laughs> no, I remember there was a guy that was a coach in Birmingham who would often play with one of those two handed rackets, and it was. I'm pretty sure the racket was illegal, but I don't know how it would be. I don't know what the, like the benefit of having two handles though on a tennis. So racket. it gave him like, he could absolutely rip. It was more of like a baseball type swing <laughs> than a tennis swing. Really. It was wild. And just the way that he could get his racket to generate spin. It gave him really a quite an unfair advantage. I believe. That was a weird one. I also, I played against a guy and I don't know if this is that unconventional. I mean, it's unconventional, but he had a left-handed serve and overhead, but was right-handed on his ground. Stroke I think I know ball. the guy you're talking. Yeah. He, he served, he could hit like an out wide do serve with his right hand and then an out wide lefty slice serve on his, on the ad side. Yeah. And yeah. And you're just like, what? Yeah. You spend half, you're down a set and a break and you're like, I don't know what to do. He has yeah. two forehands. Well, and then, then you can't really even lob him either way because he, like, you know. It's an overhead off both sides. Yeah, if you hit a bad lob, you're you're screwed. So it was really another interesting thing that I would probably try and teach a 12-year-old if I could. Yeah. Like, hey, learn how to serve left-handed out wide. Yeah, and just be annoying. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, – I don't know how he didn't re- – Fabrice Santoro has to be like the coolest tennis yeah. player on the face of the earth that's ever played. Yeah, he he had some his he wasn't fun to watch just you because it was so unconventional. You didn't think so? It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty, but it wasn't pretty. And like when you watched him play Fed, you were just like, man. You just were, like you you were watching for like the couple tweeners that he'd hit in a match. Yeah, exactly. I forget who the uh who the girl was. There was some really oh, uh, Bartoli is that who you're thinking yes. of? Yeah, I think so. Where like players wouldn't practice with her. Well, that's probably because like, her dad was her dad well, was, yeah, insane. but she also only sliced, and players <laughs> were just true. like, No, I'm not why well, <laughs> I'm not getting anything for practicing you. You're the literally the only person that ever plays like this, and I don't get anything from hitting with you. It actually makes me worse, <laughs> which is strangely something I also heard several times throughout my career. But uh, <laughs> but I would say that that's another unbelievably weird one. But it's an interesting question. If any, I, I'd love. Yeah, that's a great one to call in on. Any any weird thing that you've seen out there on the court, or video. If you got video of it, really, that's what I want. Shoot shoot it to me at at that McCombs kid on Twitter. Would you make that after your twelfth birthday? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just the same one I've had. I, I still my email address is still the. Same one I got. I'm not going to give that one out, but it's funny. <laughs> oh. Yeah, send that tweet. Send that tweet our way. DM Trey. He's lonely on Twitter. So yeah, I really, I really don't have any followers, <laughs> and I don't tweet. But if you send me some <laughs> like that, I'll tweet you. What's that account again? What's that handle? It's at that McCombs kid. All right, ladies. You know what uh, to do. <laughs> Please, I got a girlfriend though. I live with her. <laughs> Can't make her too mad. All right. Um, <laughs> Another smooth transition. We're good at these. Next voicemail. Hey, I wanted to know if there were any good yoga routines that would help the uh, average tennis player. Thanks a lot. 
Short answer, no. I don't oh, know. Oh, I disagree, man. I love that question. Yoga is one of the things I wish I would have done when I was younger, just because it would have helped me get my flexibility out. And it's like, it's kind of nice now that I'm old and broken. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't have any specific yoga routines, but I will say that my girl yoga with Adrian on YouTube has got a ton of really good videos, man. She's got so many videos. You do. Yeah, man. I don't even have a space to do it in my apartment. I got to move the, the um, long part of my couch out of the way so that do I can have your yoga, have do you have a yoga mat and stuff. No, nah, I just do it on this <laughs> gross rug, but that's fine. Then yoga, yoga with Adrian's a good one. Honestly, if you, you can find tons of good yoga stuff on YouTube for like, just search yoga for tennis, yoga for golf, yoga for tight legs, yoga for relaxation, yoga for half crippled ex college tennis players. (laughs) That might be a little too specific, but there's there's a niche we need to get into. Maybe we have once a week yoga with what the deuce. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Um, but no, there's, there's tons of great resources out on YouTube for that. And I highly encourage it, especially if you're, I'm not even trying to say old, but if your body's falling apart and you feel old, it's actually helped me quite a bit in terms of, man, I've got shoulder mobility. I can almost touch my hands behind my back. That makes one of us. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's, that's a pretty good one. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad someone brought it up because I got to plug Adrian. I never get to never get to brag on her for doing great things. You know, this takes us into, this is a nice segue. We're, this is a good transition for once in my life. <laughs> I'm sure it's only so, made better so by you bringing go, it up. Let's go into story time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, world, <laughs> this is a good transition. Listen up. We were doing yoga one time as a team. This is the first and last time we did this. I don't know. Maybe they still do it over there at Clemson. But we went to yoga one time in the studio, and we had just a whole bunch of class clowns on our team. We went into the yoga studio and had the nice music. I was like, oh, this will be a nice, relaxing afternoon. Halfway, like, not even halfway. We just started. One of my teammates just lets one rip in, like, the meditation part. And we just have the entire team, like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we couldn't stop laughing for the next 30 minutes and our coach was there like shut the f- up guys like take this seriously this is important for your tennis we're like ah, you farted <laughs> <laughs> but man truthfully there's no good way to go about that because i know when i was playing i was eating like five to six meals a day and i wasn't eating very healthy just because I had to get the carbs. So I was ripping ass all the time. <laughs> so like, man, it would happen all, like anytime we tried to do yoga or squats or any ab stuff, I'd just be like, <laughs> oh my God, man, that shit was just firing like a cannon. And I feel, I hated it. I hated it too. Cause I, I mean, I got stomach issues as well with the whole can't eat and gluten thing, but man, yoga puts you in some compromising positions for fart integrity <laughs> and you really just let them go. You can't even muffle them. So I, <laughs> it's I a completely quiet place understand. Like, 
Oh, that's the, that's my only experience with yoga though with tennis, and that was that was a bad that's a bad experience. <laughs> it was it was a funny time though, but uh, yeah, because like our coach was like take this seriously, but we're he was laughing too, and the yoga instructor was really really mad at us, and there's no way that we could ever go back into that studio. But oh, I bet she hated it too. I bet she took herself real serious. Oh yeah, she had. Yeah, it smelled like any Whole Foods you've ever been into. Um, <sighs> She like had essential oils and everything everywhere. <laughs> there were incense. You know, it was like a smoke shop. There were incense flying everywhere. Um, oh, it, it, this was bad. <laughs> she had like she had Pandora going, like Pandora Radio, but I don't think she paid for like the premium version of it. So like oh, mid, midway through on. the session, it's like AutoZone. Like, do you need a new car battery? And we're like this chick for real i mean obviously we weren't in the position to say anything about it we're letting you know (laughs) ripping ass in the middle of the in the middle of the studio but i feel bad for whoever had to come in there for the next class yeah i mean that's that's tough going somewhere to do it whenever we did it well and i actually i actually don't think we ever did it with the tennis team i did it with basketball a few times but we uh they would always just bring the yoga instructor to the facility and they were like, all right, we're just going to set up some mats here and we're all going to do yoga here instead of having to go somewhere, which worked out well. Cause then you could just blast your rap and not even worry about anything. And it was just like, all right, we're just stretching. <laughs> it's going to be tough. <laughs> Strap in boys. It is difficult. I mean, I remember yeah, doing it, it and like, I don't know. I, mean, I know that a lot of these tennis players are doing yoga and having beneficial results from it, but hurts man yeah it's tough man the first like every time you do it it's gonna be difficult yeah so but i think it also forces you to use a lot of muscles that you don't normally use and so it helps you be like maintain health overall just because you're strengthening all these auxiliary muscles yeah and you get you gotta just focus on it so i think it's certainly an underrated part of training that you can do um which is funny considering that if you would have told me like six years ago that oh you need to be doing yoga it's good for you i'd be like shut the up (laughs) that's dumb but now but now that I've I'm all washed up, my body's falling apart. I literally have a yeah, I should have done yoga, damn it. I should have. Man, even funnier, I had some incense burning earlier in the apartment. I got an essential oil diffuser over to my right. <laughs> I woke up this morning at like six thirty and did some yoga. And now I'm, I'm just like damn. Do you know that? I know. I'm I am the worst, but that's okay. Worst. That's okay. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to live my best life. <laughs> That's someone. That's something that someone that does yoga would say. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a yogi, so we're we're all good. I think that's the right term. I yogi. could be wrong. Yo- one who does yoga, a yogi. Yeah, it sounds right. Yoga. <laughs> now, now you just sound like a gogurt. <laughs> sure, great. <laughs> we, we need some of those. Do they still make gogurt? I don't know, man. I doubt it. I'm I a man. It. I'm a man on the go. I could use some squeezable yogurt if I they know, don't, wasn't yeah, lactose but... intolerant and had to use the bathroom immediately after eating a gogurt. All right, shall we get where, into where, this where? interview with uh, Trent Bride? Yeah, I guess. I guess. We. <laughs> this is all over the place. <laughs> That's all right. That's all, all right. right. We've had some exciting things going on. We have. It's been a fun one. Um, all right, so we'll get into our interview now with former number eight in the world in the ITF uh, junior ranks. Where are you ranked in ITF, Trey? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of insulting for you to even ask. <laughs> I think I was 4,008. Yeah, I mean, man, that's better than I, fuck, man, I was 
happy to get up to like 30, 35 in the South and 12. So <laughs> that was my highlight. All right. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into this interview with a highly successful tennis player. Unlike ourselves. Here's Trent Bride from the <laughs> University of Georgia Bulldogs. All right, we got Trent Bride on the phone. Uh, what's up, Trent? How are you doing? Good. How about you guys? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for joining us, taking the time. You know, we yeah, heard, it, heard it's midterm week at UGA, so uh, that's got to be a fun time. Yeah, it's definitely definitely difficult right now. <laughs> how's uh, how's getting acclimated to everything in Georgia? Everything uh, different? It's good. Or? It's just really really busy. It's probably the biggest um, biggest thing. There's not there's not much time, not much free time to do much um, with classes during the day, and then tennis in the afternoon, and then fitness, and uh, just tutors and mentoring, and and then studying. It's just it's just busy and nonstop. Right. No, I'm sure. Oof. I can't. I'm not jealous of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we pay, exactly. We paid our dues, but uh, yeah. so yeah, we're uh, we're interested just how you got started. Uh, we've asked all of our all of our uh, interviewees how you got started playing tennis. So walk us through that and how how'd you get involved in tennis? Yeah, so my dad um, uh, coached at a country club. He was the director of tennis at a place called the Standard Club, and um, he was involved uh, with tennis uh, since he was 16 and. He introduced uh, my sister and I, as well as my brother. Um, my brother didn't um, uh, continue with it, but my sister and I uh, did. And we really enjoyed it, and that's kind of how I got started. Um, you know, ever since ever since my dad introduced me to it, I've I've loved it ever since. Nice man, nice. that's awesome. Your sister played it. I know your sister. I think she's closer to our age. She went to Furman. Is that right? She did. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you. It's fair to say you did pretty well in junior tennis, better than we ever could have imagined. <laughs> so, uh, how'd you pick? How'd you come to the decision to go to college, and how'd you pick Georgia? Yeah, um, it was definitely a difficult decision, but um, you know, at the end of the day, it all comes down to um, you know where I feel my game is at, and is it, and if I can make a living. Um, doing the sport that I love and you know at that time um you know as I matured and, and realized uh how important it is to you know just because you love it doesn't mean it's always the most it's the smartest decision um so you know picking college just kind of made sense uh especially given the the offers that were available so um you know and uh going to Georgia was um was uh, not not a super tough choice um just cuz I'm I'm from Atlanta and uh, you know Georgia I've I've seen it ever since I I've been growing up and it's just a, a phenomenal school tennis wise school wise uh so it just it just made a lot of sense for me to to go to school and to go to UGA nice man it's not a not a bad time too. Athens is like the greatest college town on the planet, I think. So certainly, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. That's, that's pretty crazy though. So your your choices really came down to: do you want to go pro at eighteen, or do you want to go to college? Is that right? Right, and it just you know it just made it made sense. You know, there it doesn't mean I'm I'm giving up playing tennis. You know, I mean I'm definitely gonna uh, pursue tennis once I decide to um, leave one day or when I finish and get my degree. You know, it's it's. Tennis will always be there, and, and school might not be, depending on where I am in my life, you know. So um, it just it just made a lot of sense. Nice, man. Damn, that that's is a, crazy. 
it's a good <laughs> mature decision too. If I had your talent, I'm probably not going to school. So <laughs> that's awesome. No, I think I think that's the right way to do it though, because I mean, then you get another free, you get at least one free year of all the training and like the therapy you need as well without having exactly. to pay for it. So that's exactly, the, you know, and and this brings up actually another another topic that you know I actually uh, when I first got to school I hurt my back um doing squats in the off season and I ha- I've had to do so much rehab and and all these uh MRIs uh CT scans and, and all this stuff that if I wasn't in school then it would have you know it would have cost a fortune and and I wouldn't have all the access to the resources um that I would have here so in a way I was I was thankful I was I was obviously hurt that it was as when I first started school that I couldn't pick up the racket and, and start playing off the bat. But in a way, it was also a blessing knowing that, you know, I had all these resources to, to help me get better um, as fast as possible. That's, I think, the uh, that's the area that I think that me and Christian can relate to you more closely on is just being <laughs> being injured in the training room. So it certainly yeah. really does highlight the blessing that you get when you make a decision like that. But we got to know, we got to know uh, what was on the squat rack. We got to know it's heavy at least. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was squatting like, I want to say it was like 270 and then that, that did it for me and my back was, my back was done. That is very respectable. Yeah, that's not, good. that's not bad yeah. for what, 18? <laughs> yeah, ni- 19, 19. 19, that's not bad at all. Especially for a tennis player, so props on that. Appreciate it. When uh, when you <laughs> when you were picking Georgia, you said it wasn't that close. Were you looking any other schools in particular, or was it um, pretty much I mean, Georgia? Yeah, I was looking. I was looking a little bit at you know Alabama, Clemson, Georgia Tech. Oh, um, you almost went to my alma mater, man. God, that makes me. Yeah, that, that makes me sad. Yeah, no, I mean, it was um, it was just it was tough to not pick Georgia. Uh, you know, again, just it being close to home and and growing up, you know, seeing seeing the Bulldogs and, and seeing their history as a tennis team. So, um, you know, I, I took interest in other schools, but you know, when it came down to the to the decision. It, it just made it tough to not pick Georgia. Oh, I got you. You like to support football teams that like to finish second in their conference. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true. That's true. Don't uh, bring it up. No, no. We're just <laughs> we just had to shoot the no, shit. It's fine. I'm an Alabama <laughs> fan, so yeah. it works out well for me. But it's all right. Yeah, we won't we good. won't touch on it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, how's the season going so far? How the how are the uh, how are the guys looking? It's good, yeah. I mean, in the beginning, it was a little tough. Um, you know, I was I was injured, and so I wasn't able to play at all. And um, you know, but I just I just started playing a couple of matches, and um, I really feel like it's, it's helping our lineup and helping our team. You know, we we just beat uh, Tennessee away, and um, that was a good win. And then we came really close against Texas, which was yesterday. It actually came down to my match. We started because of the weather. We we started with singles, and it was three two in the match, and I was in a third set, and I was down five two, and uh, got it back to five all and lost two really close games and lost seven five but it was and it was, it was at home and it was it was super electric atmosphere and definitely an experience i've never had so it was it was, it was a lot of fun so just just from that match yesterday it's, it's already been i'm i'm learning a lot and it's, it's already been you know a crazy experience and i can't wait for the rest of the season yeah i'm sure i mean you guys have like the, the greatest tennis fans in the country no that's that's definitely for sure I mean, that's that's awesome man all right you ready to get into these absolutely ridiculous questions? Yeah. All right. First off, we got to know, are you a dog or a cat guy? I'm a dog guy. That makes sense. Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> that Bulldogs. Yeah. that makes sense. 
Yep. You have a dog at home, or I have two dogs. Yeah, two Pomeranians. Nice. Oh, nice, nice, yep. nice. All right, Trey, you want to start with the would yeah. you rather's? All right. So, would you rather? And keep in mind, this is you got to function as a tennis player and a normal human being with this. But would you rather yep. have a giraffe neck or an elephant trunk off your face? Or a, a giraffe neck or a what? An elephant trunk? An elephant on trunk. My face? Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, probably a, I don't know. I don't, I don't want either, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess a giraffe neck. Nice. That's been the popular decision. That's been, yeah, I I, that's a I good one. I don't know why. I don't know why I picked it. There's no, there's no reasoning between either of them, but. Well, it helps your ability to eat apples off of trees. <laughs> that's true. So you've got that. It's true. Plus you can it's just true. kind of throw the, if you if you got to play tennis, you know you get the reach. You can probably have a more accurate toss sure. if you can just kind of flick your head and get For the sure. ball where you need it. So <laughs> those are good. Those are good points. <laughs> and plus, you know, you're in you're inside of every single person's head that you play because you're like nine feet tall. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go on to this next one. Would you rather have to eat the same food for the rest of your life, or never have never be able to use social media again? Same food for the rest of my life, or have to do social media? Um, probably not do social media. Not do nice. social media. Nice. That's a good pick. Yeah. That might be the first one that. Uh... Well, yeah, it's the first guy we've interviewed, so. <laughs> I think that I think that has something to do with it, but. Yeah, that might have a little to do. No, nice. Petrus. Like... Petrus no, picked you're right, you're Chipotle. Right, you're right. He did. He, <laughs> he picked Chipotle. I forgot about that. All right. So social. So you'll give up social media, or no? Yeah. yeah. You'll give up social yeah. media. Yeah, I'll give up give up social media food is important it's true so now you have the option to either fly everywhere you go at 100 miles an hour by yourself no plane or anything but you can't walk anywhere or like that's all you get so would you rather fly or have or only be able to walk you can't use like a car either mm. or like a bike or any tr- any any form of transportation is completely gone mm. i mean i got to i got to fly cuz i mean i got to get to got to get to tournament <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. uh, I guess I'll just fly everywhere. Fly to class. Fly to fly, class. Fly to class tomorrow. Fly to that girl. Fly to that girl's apartment. You know, whatever you have to do. <laughs> so. Exactly. <laughs> That's a great answer. All right, let's go. Last question here. We'll ask if you had to listen to one band or one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Ooh, this this answer changes like every week. Um, right now I'd probably go with Elenium. Okay, nice. Interesting. Oh, it's a nice. good pick. Yep. Yeah, I yep. just did. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't that. So that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I like that, that. that. That's kind. Of, that's kind of the flavor of the month right now. But that, that'll change next month. Yeah, as it as it typically does. But no, I like that answer. Yeah. That's a good one. Yep. That's right. a good one. So uh, after college tennis, whenever that whenever that may be, what's uh? I know you said professional. Uh, professional tennis is in the future. Is that? kind of the future mm-hmm. plans right now or for sure yeah that that's that's definitely a major goal of mine you got any yeah. you got any personal goals you're hoping to achieve during this season um i would say just have fun you know i mean obviously college tennis doesn't last forever it's a, it's, it's a uh, it's something that will eventually go away and and something that is you know the biggest thing about it is just the fun you have doing it so um no kind of crazy goals for achievement purposes but really just to enjoy the experience and have fun and and i know as long as i do that then um you know the the best results will come so 
that's kind of it. Damn, man, that's pretty insightful. That's uh, truthfully, that's one of the biggest pieces of advice I could have given having gone through my experiences to just have fun. So, man, it seems like you're well, well, well past any sort of <laughs> success or reasoning abilities I had when I was 19. So I commend you for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks for coming on tonight. And uh, you know, of course, wanted to wish you the best for uh, the rest of this year and whatever you have in the future. Hopefully uh, you know, we can get you back on once you've made it big time. So Yeah, um, of course. I appreciate you guys getting me on. Yeah, man. All right. Well, good luck with those midterms and everything. And uh, we'll be following you guys. So keep, keep, uh, keep Loby in track too. I've got a close eye yeah, on him. We'll so do. Make sure he's we'll not do. being an I'll idiot do my all best. the time. I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take Sounds easy. good. Appreciate hey. it. Yes, have, have a good week. Yeah, Thanks, you man. too. Peace. All right, big thank you to Trent Bride. He had some midterms he had to get to, so we had to keep that interview fairly short. But uh, a big thank you to him. Um, you know, being a good student athlete, something that uh, I probably wasn't a very good one. So thank you, Trent, for that time. And uh, yeah, we've got an interesting one for every all the fans out there now. We want to know, pretty curious here, who do you think in the men's and women's game would run the best, was it 40 time? Yeah, so you got the 40, you got the three cone, you got the 20-yard shuttle, you got the vertical jump, and then the bench press. So okay. who who do you think would be Serena the best Williams. at those? Yeah, I mean, Serena's probably good. I don't think she'd do very well in the quickness or the 40, but she'd probably put up more reps at 225 than any of the men. I don't know. Um, Did you see that Nike commercial? I'm pretty sure she's capable of anything is what she was trying she to is, say. No, she is. She is capable of everything, but... I mean, she's not very quick for this man it's tough i i honestly i don't know who would be the fastest 40 i mean like if you could go back like 10 years i'd put rafa on most of them um i bet mom fee would be a on would be yeah he'd be a monster he would be a stud uh tfo would probably do pretty well i think songo and the bench press would Saga, absolutely. Agassi in the bench press would have, he would have. Later, he, he was, older Agassi. Yeah, because he was benching like 300 pretty pretty easy. I think he's repping out 300, I think. Yeah, well, anybody that works with Gil Reyes is going to have yeah. that. <laughs> he has a legend. So, I don't know. I think we could get some pretty interesting answers. I hope some people come up with some some better players than we could. I mean, I can just think of the popular ones that I liked, but I'd love Or give some... us like who would be the worst at it. Oh, Isner would be the worst. <laughs> easy. There's no way he's got an explosive 40. How about he Karlovich? Probably... He'd be yeah. terrible. Oh, he'd, he'd be worse. He'd be worse. <laughs> I mean, there's. I don't think any of them could bench 225. Just their, I mean, their arms are too long. Oh, man. What about like Jill Simone, who weighs literally like 130 pounds? Yeah, I mean. He might die. Yeah, well, though, you mean he couldn't hold up the 225, probably. No. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough, man. I, I'm looking forward to some answers on this one. Yeah. So we'll leave you with this voicemail number. It's 336-496-2869. And uh, please leave us your top and worst picks for the NFL Combine and uh, who you would like to see do all these tests. There's no way we can get them to do it. but No, but we can, we can certainly make it up. I'll make up times for everyone. I don't care. John Isner. Six nine, nine. No, I think I think John Isner would be in the probably like the five three to five four because he's still a professional athlete. I want to see Brad Gilbert do the NFL Combine. Tweet it, tweet him. We'll tweet him. We will tweet him. We'll be a hey, Brad. What do you think your forty time will be? 
Anyone out there, start just tweeting Brad. What's your 40 time? <laughs> the funniest thing is this isn't going to air for another like month. So <laughs> <laughs> by that time, it would be like the, the drafts already happened. What? Oh, man. Alrighty. Well, all right. That's another episode. Thanks for your, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, be sure to phone into that voice mailbox if you, uh, if you so please. We would appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Any final remarks? Uh, I mean, go Cowboys, roll tide, go heels. You were really the worst. You know that? Yeah, that's fine. You were truly the worst. That's fine. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Have a good one. Yep.